Hello everybody, it is Jen here with P40Ministries.com and today we are going to be reading Genesis 3 verses 8 through 16 today. So let's grab our Bibles and read out of whatever version that you prefer, but I will be reading out of the WEB version today. And yes, my um, internet is finally back on, which is awesome. So I can finally read out of the WEB version again. So let's go ahead and start. So this is right after they had sinned and made the fig leaves for themselves uh, as coverings. They heard Yahweh God's voice walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Yahweh God among the trees of the garden. Yahweh God called to the man and said, Where are you? The man said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. God said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree and I ate it. Yahweh God said to the woman, What have you done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. Yahweh God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all livestock and above every animal of the field. You shall go on your belly, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. I will put hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you will bear children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. So we're going to stop there for now, and we'll talk about the man's curse on a later date. And right now, I just want to discuss the uh, curse that God gave the serpent and the woman today. So in verse 8, we find out that right after Adam and Eve had sinned, they made the fig leaf uh, coverings for themselves to hide their nakedness and their shame. And when they heard uh, God walking through the garden in the cool of the day and taking a walk, the man and his wife hid. And they hid because they were ashamed of their nakedness. They were ashamed of the sin that they had committed. And uh, in all honesty, they were probably scared and embarrassed because they knew that they had done something wrong. So they were hiding like how children hide from parents when they do something wrong or like how my dog hides in the bathroom when he does something wrong. So they were hiding from the face of God. And that's what it says in different versions of the Bible, the face of God, because they were ashamed that he would see their nakedness. So Yahweh God calls out to the man and he says, where are you? And I'm guessing God already knew where they were. He is all knowing. He knows everything, but he is asking them this question because he wants them to admit that they had sinned. So the man says, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So that right there says that the man was indeed afraid of God because he had sinned because he was naked and he now knew. So he hid himself. And then God says, well, who told you you were naked because there's only one place you can get that from and that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so did you eat from this tree and immediately the man starts playing the blame game and he 
blames God and he blames his wife. And he says, God, it's the woman you gave me that made me eat of the tree. And um, so that's what happens when we sin. We don't actually want to admit we're wrong. We don't want to admit we're flawed. That is part of the sin nature. It's just, it's so funny how that's the first thing that Adam did was play the blame game. And, um, that is what we do to this day when we don't want to admit we're wrong when we sin. And even with me, you know, like when Garrett and I get into fights, my husband, Garrett, when we get into fights, I don't ever want to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. I want to say you did it. (laughs) So we do it to this day. And that is just the nature of sin. That is the sin nature coming out, the, the evil in the heart. And so Uh, He blames God for giving him the woman, and he blames the woman for giving him the fruit. So he blamed both God and the woman. And then Eve turns around and does the exact same thing. She says, God, I, it was the serpent that deceived me, and that's why I ate, which she, she was not wrong, but she could not look inwardly and say, God, I'm sorry, I have sinned. And same with Adam. They couldn't say, I'm sorry, I sinned. I did this evil thing. I did this wrong thing. So God curses the serpent and he says, since you have done this, you are cursed above all the livestock and above every animal of the field. You will go on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. So he cursed the serpent by taking away its legs, which that's what I believe because, um, it says on the on your belly you shall go so um this makes me think that the serpent in the time of uh, adam and eve was more like a giant lizard that's what i always assumed i don't know if that's right that's just the picture in my mind but god takes away the legs and the snake now just has the slithering body and from science and from studying snakes we now know that they do in fact eat dust god was not wrong when he said you're going to eat dust all the days of your life and that's what the snake does but then he goes on to say God goes on to say I will put hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring he will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel so that's the second part of the curse to the snake so it's saying that women won't like you for the rest of your life and the rest of your offspring's life. And it's true. I don't like snakes. I certainly don't want one in my house. I know women who are terrified of snakes and think they are disgusting. And for the most part, snakes are not considered a good thing. And we don't want them in our house. Um, down south in America, they are dangerous. They, they, the rattlesnakes is a huge problem in certain parts of America. And you can't even go into a field without you know, perhaps, um, encountering one. And so it says right here, he will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. So that's saying that the man and you will also have hostility for the rest of your life because you're going to bite at his heel and he's going to bruise your head. So he's, what God is saying here is just that snakes and humans are not going to have good relations for the rest of their lives. And then he goes on to 
talk about the woman's curse. And he says to the woman, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain, you will bear children. And we know that that is true. As women, we know that bearing children is extremely painful. And they say it's actually one of the worst pains. And then it also says your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. And I know some versions of the Bible say that your desire will be to control your husband, but he will have authority over you, which is true. I've seen that um, in certain households and even in my own household, there are certain things I am just like, why are you doing this, Garrett? I don't like that. I don't, you know, I want to have the control over that specific thing. And, but it, in, for the most part, Garrett does have the authority in my household, especially when it comes to finances and things like that. So it is true that um, the husband is, for the most part, the authority in the household and is supposed to be according to the Bible. And so that is the second part of the curse of the woman. If you look at it a different way, it says, I believe in the AMP version. Let me go to that one. I like the AMP as well. To the woman, he says, your desire and your longing will be for your husband, but he will rule with authority over you and be responsible for you. I like that version a lot as well because um, he will have the responsibility over you and over the family. That is what God is saying, that the, that's the man's responsibility. And um, But your desire and your longing will be for your husband. So if you look at it a different way, your desire will be for your husband. You'll have a longing for him and not just from the control aspect, but if you look at it, just thinking uh, your desire will be for your husband, women want that perfect fairy tale marriage. And that is why chick flicks are just so popular. And the dream wedding is every woman and little girl's dream is to have a perfect marriage and a perfect wedding. But because of the curse... Even though we have this desire as women, most of us do have a desire for a marriage and the perfect marriage just cannot exist because of the curse and the sin nature. And so that is, if you look at it that way, not from a control aspect, but if you look at it from that way, like desiring the perfect marriage and the perfect husband, it just, it can't happen. And so that is a breakdown of Genesis chapter three, verses 18 through, or I'm sorry, Genesis chapter three, verses eight through 16. And uh, join me tomorrow. We will be discussing Matthew and John the Baptist and Jesus. So join me tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. We will be back in Genesis on Friday and we will discuss the man's curse at that point. But today I want you to go to my Facebook page, uh, P40 Minutes and make sure to like it. I have a lot of um, updates on there on the blog and on the podcast. So make sure you like my Facebook page, P40 Ministries, so that you're constantly in the loop of what is going on. And as usual, I want everybody to have a wonderful day. God bless, and I will see you tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. Okay, bye.